Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Out of the Woods Radio here on OOTW 104.7, The Feminist. And this week we're diving into kind of an update episode. Uh, where we're at, where we came from, where we want to be. Uh, kind of as a uh, as it related to the, the theme of tackling uh, times of transition, navigating through limbo. Uh, we always hear about the stories at the, at the end, you know, the happily ever after parts, the great successes, the great failures. Uh, we rarely ever hear about the, the middle or medium-sized successes or the small failures. Um, and we wanted to share with you our perspective of kind of where we're at, just at the different stages of our own personal journeys uh, as individuals and how they kind of relate kind of back to the group perspective as you as you will. Um and when we started Double OTW, uh, we wanted to take you, the listener, along for the ride in real time as we attempt to figure out kind of just what comes next. So buckle up, tune in, and enjoy the episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have four words to <laughs> say. Hold on, we can cut. You, all you have to say is your part. Okay. Yeah, you know I mean, we yeah. I can I can cut it again. We'll see how it sounds, but go for it. Do I count down? All right. Three, all right. two, one. So buckle up, tune in, and enjoy the episode. gentlemen um, they them <laughs> herm. herm herm this is out and of all the, the it's out there radio episode four i am monger man your boy ian they call me what are you my name is john he is also our guest today back for the second time second time it's great second to have time. you back john hey appreciate it guys yeah, yeah. first recurring guest first recurring guest also first real guest <laughs> Kind of interesting you and exciting. Had some fake guests on in the past. Yes. Good shit. We Good had shit. Bobby or Billy Bobby Brown. Um, Billy Bobby Brown, not yeah. Millie Bobby Brown. Millie. She. <laughs> if you get to know her, <laughs> if you difference? get if you get to know her, she prefers Billy. Um, it's a funny it's a funny story that she told us. You you wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I wasn't here. I wouldn't get it. So your grandpa. Um, you should call her Billy because her cousin's name is Bill. Um, so it'd be Bill and Billy. But he's kind of senile, so that's why it was Billy. That's fair. Yeah. Good to know. But yeah. So ever see her, yo, Billy. She'll probably. Yeah. You know. Swoop through. Swoop. <laughs> <laughs> uh. what, what Dennis handled that? <laughs> Dennis. <coughs> Get that down on paper. 
Today's episode. Shout out Dennis. All right, rundown. Normal intro, normal check in. Mm-hmm. How the week's been, the and then been? and then dive into our topic, which yeah. uh, loose topic, <laughs> loose awesome, topic. Awesome is, preparation yeah, on our what part. Is the topic today. It's a great question. What the topic is? Um, <laughs> I'll be able to frame it in hopefully thirty-seven seconds. All right, put the timer on. No, that's okay. I wish the clock had a timer. That's originally what I thought it was. Yeah. When I was looking at it, and then I got like hooked and like I gotta buy it. I know it doesn't have a timer. It function. does look pretty. It does look nice. Yeah, gives a nice digital feel to the uh, yeah. studio. We should name the studio. I also like the clock. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thank you. It means a lot. You know. Thanks, guest. We should um, <laughs> we should play Thrift Shop by Macklemore and play the line. Walk up in the club. I got a big clock, but. The Kids Bop version, of course. And <laughs> is it Big Clock? Do the they kids have the bop Kids Bop yeah, version yeah. of that song? <laughs> yes, the Kids Bop version is walk up into the club, like, what up, I got a big clock. Why do they do that shit? Why do I, they have to? Because it probably makes enough money to justify how stupid it is. Oh, my God. But, like, I'm surprised that you said clock. Yeah, there's, okay, so, like, there's they been said some really debatable Kids Bops ones. So, like, how pretty much 90% of the weekend's like hits are about him and like doing cocaine. Yeah. So they just leave some of those words in there, and I'm like, I don't know if the eight year old's gonna pick up on this. And I'm like, I don't think you should do that. They did. Can't level. feel my face. Yeah. That's classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa! I, I remember being in Target and like the Kids Bop commercial comes on and like the TV screens or whatever, and like you can hear this the music playing, and I'm like, okay, recognize. And you do that game where you're like, okay, trying to guess what song it is without looking on the TV screen because you know it tells yeah. you. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what's next? And all of a sudden, just I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Ooh. The fuck? These nine-year-olds doing some cocaine up at Target? The hell? Like, come on, man. I think Kids Bop could get away with that, like, you know, however many years ago when pop, like, mainstream music wasn't all about doing drugs and having sex. Do they still make Kids Bops? Like the 60s? Yeah. Do they still make them, though? Yeah. They do. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like with, like, uh, apps like TikTok and stuff like that, everybody just listen, like, kids listen to, like, straight up. Just music. Like, yeah. They don't give, nobody's watching them. Dude, my sister knows Juice World. Yeah. She's fucking nine. Yeah, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah. I'm like, can we not? Yeah. But it's know. like, so what I found out is like, you know, Roblox? Yeah. So like her and her friends will play like Roblox or whatever. And those, and so I like played with her once. And like those songs, like, I don't know, it was like an X song, Juice World. They play in the background of, like, the lobbies. They're, like, censored. Okay. Okay? They're censored, at least. But, like, they're still playing. Right. You know? So, I mean, take the censored version how it is, I guess. But The thing is, like, with Spotify, they don't even put clean versions out, I don't think. Like, the thing with I think iTunes look back up in a, the day was, I think like, they you do. always... Oh, you can do. look up a clean, up clean um, playlist and shit. Oh, really? Like, the artist won't put it out, but I think Spotify, you can do, like, clean playlists. Yeah, it's got to be they just access it through, like, the uh, like the record companies. And it's just yeah. like, just give me both copies, and we'll put them out there. Because I remember I added a song to a playlist. I think it was a healthy oh, yeah, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, all of a sudden, like, it was a, like, you could just tell, like, you know, you set up certain words in certain ways, mm-hmm. and big old F-bombs come in, and just silence. And I'm like, fuck. Yo, <laughs> were we at work when they were playing a... Uh, a censored version of the, of a song at the W or where uh, we were at like a bar or some where were we I feel like they've done it at work 
Like the DJs like will in be, the club, like at yeah. club time, and it sucks. And you're like, it just why? Throws it off, man. People are out here doing cocaine in the bathroom. You think they care about the F bomb being dropped? Like, geez. A little bit on his nose still. Yeah. Still like, you know, um, was your manager sure. around? I was a little put off by so many F words in that song. Can we play some kids' bop? <laughs> Sir, get the fuck out of here. No, no, literally. Language. Like, we saw you doing drugs in the bathroom. Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. It's crazy. I don't know. I I did miss like a huge opportunity with uh, not kids Bob. What's the other one now? I think they're on seventy three, which means everybody missed the huge joke of gifting like all their buddies now sixty nine, oh, which we've no. been waiting on for about I don't know fifteen years now. No, what's here? Twenty probably closer to. I bet I bet the first now what's that's called music album was like around like nineteen ninety eight ish. So we've been waiting <laughs> a solid like twenty twenty one years for this joke, and everyone just fucking missed it. Because it never came out. Now 69 did come out. I think what? I bet that was a huge 69. controversial I want to say I did see like one meme at some point. Now 69. Now, like it, I had to. It's funny you say that. So today's sponsor is yeah. Now 69. <laughs> Step it back a couple of years. Yeah. What do what do Pink, uh, the Imagine Dragons, and Robin Thicke have in common? <laughs> They're on Now 69. And they all have the Hepatitis. C. <laughs> Ooh, the good kind. Yep. Or wait, is that the bad kind? That's the bad kind. E. They're all bad, aren't they? Well, the worst kind, right? The worst one. C sucks, though. Okay. C yeah. is the one that, like, you get, like, that's the STD version of it, right? The other hepatitises are like, ooh, bummer. Ooh. I think so. Yeah, I don't really know. Oof. Let's get research on that. Mm. Dennis. Dennis. <laughs> <coughs> what? That one what, he's, what is he doing? I don't know what he's we, doing. No, what we never know. Dennis, hands where we can see them. Good <laughs> God. <laughs> Anywho, um, what are we talking about again? Recapping the week. Oh, okay. yeah. Starting off. We, we, guest first? Guest um, first. Any notable shenanigans or events happen? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Earlier this week didn't do much. I don't remember mm. what I did Monday. <sighs> I never remember anything. Yesterday was a day. It was a day. You were there. I was there. Um, Did you throw up? Oh, no. I had two shots, and that was all I had. Were you drunk? For a little bit, yeah. Actually, I was wasted. I was like, I wasn't too bad. I wasn't as bad as that one Sunday. That's Um, true. But um, we also didn't drink for as long. And we didn't take shots. True. I took one shot at the last place, and uh, that's the key. Yeah. Um. Anytime people are approaching the bar and they look like they might buy shots, I'm just going to hit the bathroom and say, fuck that shit. I'm but, actually just <laughs> never going to go out with any of them ever again. I, honestly, I can't afford to anyway. Uh, last night was fun. Um, How much money did you spend? Maybe like 120 Like it depends. Like without my parking situation, probably just over 100 bucks On drinks? Um, yeah, I didn't buy shit. Food. No. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad for Minneapolis. But I did have drinks bought for me, which is nice. But then, yeah. like, we got to that last place at Chino, and then you get introduced to the bartender, and like, oh, yeah. And it's just like, then you, all of a sudden, you're tipping 100% on everything you get. Because sure. I wasn't paying full price, but Damn, still. I only, like, tip, I only tip, like, 45 That's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> I don't know. He gave me, like, because I bought a round, 
and yeah. it was like eleven dollars. I'm like, okay. So oh, I just, oh, I, see, that's where it's like here's forty dollars. I, like, I, I did I buy I did buy like thirty some dollars worth of food, and he gave it to me, and I got it for seventeen. Granted, we work for the same like Parasole company, um, and our manager was with us, and she did say these guys are Parasole employees, so. So that helps. Yeah. It does. <clears throat> but either way, um, yeah, got too drunk. Not too drunk. I just got fucking wasted. Proper, proper drunk? I'm just done with that shit. And I was telling <laughs> Ian. Saying, out on drinking. We were at the last place, and um, we were leaving, and one of the girls, just, oh, her car Jesus was there. Christ. And she's like, oh, my car's right here. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, are you good to drive? Because I, I didn't know. Like, I wasn't really sure how much she was drinking. She's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh you know, and so we're driving back. She stops at this red light, and then she goes through it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, that was a that was a light. That wasn't a stop sign. She's like, what? <laughs> she didn't even know what she did. Jesus. <laughs> and then she uh, and then she ran another one. And I'm like, at that point, I'm like, I think I don't know if she's good to drive. <laughs> After the second red light, I'm like, all right. What the that fuck was, was loud. That? Oh yeah, that's computer notification. Uh, virus and threat protection. Uh, Are you good? My computer's been scanned twice. No threats. Hey, is, it, is that Norton? No, it's like Windows Defense. It's the one that comes standard. I don't okay. like Norton because Norton, Norton is Norton is, is, a, is virus. a virus. It's a virus. So yeah. it's like this is stupid. Yeah. But uh, do you feel that like at any point you were gonna like recommend like hey maybe like we should pull over and like Ooh. oh I know this cool bar we should go hit up and then like. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of this car so you don't die. Pass too. Uh, <coughs> I didn't know where she lived. Luckily, she didn't live too far, but um, for sure, like <laughs> super sketch. <though. laughs> like, I mean, was she in her lane though? For a second, almost not. Like somebody honked at her, going the opposite way. I'm like, what the fuck is going? On? Like, I was, wait, she oh, was I'm driving sure. the wrong way. No, on? she wasn't no, driving no. the wrong way. I she, she was probably like hugging the line a little bit, but. You know how it is. <laughs> We've all been there. I'm sure she was just dro- driving to super fucking just drunk, and then he's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Just like probably yeah. it was probably I was wasted too, so I couldn't yeah. really tell. Yeah. She was driving better than I would have, so like I <laughs> Dude, really didn't I... know. But like, and then it was this morning she um she woke up before I did, and she allegedly. She got an Uber to go back to the bar to get her car, and she completely fucking forgot that oh, she drove Jesus. it home. And I'm like, oh no. If she um, would have blown into a breathalyzer, what do you think she would have blown? North of point two, probably. You can oh. be you can be at point two and like function, but like I don't know. It always I I don't know. I allegedly maybe have it. It's so driven t- yeah. Some people in a can. state like that. Like you're right on that line of like because my problem is like I don't know. I don't know. I'm like really drunk until like I like obviously very drunk. So like right before that, you're like you're always kind of teetering with that idea of like, well, like, could I drive? And this is horrible. <laughs> I'm a terrible person for even saying that. But like, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But like, you're always like, you kind of trust your motor skills enough to be like, dude, yeah. I live, I live three minutes from here. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You know, but you should never do that to anybody listening. Um, always find a sober ride, especially when you live in the fucking cities. It yeah. would have been literally like a $5 Uber. Dude, See, my Uber part. my Uber from uptown all the way back to downtown was only 8 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, just why? why? And she was going to, she Ubered the next morning anyway to go get it. So like, yeah. why the fuck did it matter? <laughs> I don't know. So either way, I was surprised to be alive, I, I guess. Yeah. I don't and know. It, okay, so I think that's like a mis- like It's almost like worse where I think, like, I mean, I don't know what the stats are, but... I think it's always the drunk driver kills the like the innocent bystander, yeah. not drunk driver. I think those are always the stories are like, D- 
dude, this is why you don't fucking do it. But like, that's the risk I think that everyone gets pissed about. If like you're, if you put yourself in the position to like drive off the road or like drive into like a barrier or something, do it to yourself. I think there's like a little less sympathy there. Yeah, Yeah, I'm really sympathetic. Or like even like to get in the car. Again, speaking from someone who has been on both like sides of driving and get being drunk and getting in the car with someone who's been drinking, where it's like, yeah, I no, I for sure should be dead at some point. But like, so I'm not speaking from this like almighty place, but like. I think the sympathy level of the, the general <laughs> public is agreed. Don't don't kill someone who had no fucking part in this. That's doing their job. Right. Like, it's more if you want to go kill yourself. I mean, there's probably easier ways to do it. But well, yeah, <clears throat> probably but by all, all fun, means. But yeah, it's, it's tough. It's very <clears throat> Damn. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I am too. Um, Definitely would have. Well, I don't know. I was I was already home by the time you, before you guys even went to. the from Chinos to the other place. Yeah, I don't know. It's like I'm surprised I sobered up so fast. Like I, I, I mean, I was fine. It's only two shots though, too. Yeah, but it's me. Yeah, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, you are weirdly building tolerance. So like, am I? Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know, man. <laughs> you take three weeks off between every time you take a shot. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, can you ever I, really? Build I don't know. Tolerance? I, I think, yeah, not at like a rate that would be like indicative of like promise or potential to be a great drinker one ever in life. But like, I bet there's still a little bit of like in weird ways, like you get home and you're like, Oh, I feel fine. But like right after that second shot, about 10 minutes later, you're like, Oh yeah, this is, I literally said that to John. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like, Oh yeah. <laughs> I love going nice. out with Ian That's, though. Was it fireball like, Ian? Oh yeah, of course. Cause I always know nice Ian's not like actually like while you feel drunk, I know you're never actually like, you, you you only took two shots. Like, oh, you yeah. shouldn't, like, body chemistry, it's Sh- not, you're not fucked up. You're not going to be, like, I'm not going to be dragging you out of there. Oh, you know. Which it's is not fun like because that then I can, like, at least hang out with you. Yeah. Like, I, if you weren't there yesterday, yesterday would have fucking, it would have been stupid as shit. You know? <laughs> be like that. But, like, we're funny. <laughs> I mean, Dude. Like, we're, we're funny. Fi- okay, so, like, that's one of what some of our, our people that we work with finally understand this. That John and I are very different outside of work. Yeah, we don't. Sam, Sam, like, was commented that on that. She's like, "You guys are funny." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> we're not at work. Like, we're cool. Like, we're well, like, what are we supposed <laughs> to says, says every cool person ever. What are we ever? supposed to do at work that's gonna make us seem cool? Hey, take that bus tub back. Okay. It's like, what am I supposed to fucking... <laughs> just, don't <laughs> like, finger my asshole, I'm bending over. <laughs> you know, what? I don't know. No. And, like, I am, I'm also looser when I'm drinking. That's fair. You know. And we've also... I, we're usually exhausted at work. Yeah. None of them. They'll roll in at eight. What time have already you been, get here? It's like, I've already been here for, like, eight six hours. Six and a half hours. <laughs> you know. Oh. Oh. Okay. That sucks. Our yeah. lives suck at work. Yeah. We're not going to be fun people. No. If anything, I try I'm to be surprised how like easygoing and fun we are at work. What was I gonna? Say? I was Consider. on fire last night though. I mean, we were, we were just with the one-liners and shit. Dude, <laughs> with the, the one-liners, one-liners dude. Just, I was, I was pretty, I was pretty hot. What was the top three? Uh, well, I think there's a top one. Ooh, this is the best. What's, what's the best? Which you, I forget. What Becky. You She's kind of bad though. Yeah, we were roasting, not, not roasting Becky with that shit. But like, she kept. She's pretty wild. I'm she's pretty wild yeah. when she's drunk, bro. And she was being extra crazy. Like after Chino, after you oh. left, she's just like, I'm like, oh shit. Like how? All right. Well, explain. she like uh, couldn't find her ID. And oh. granted, like this bouncer was just being a douchebag. But like, she got into it a little bit with him, and then she like couldn't find it right away. So she ran out, ran around the corner, and I see this happen. And I'm like, okay. 
I guess I'll go like make sure she's not just going home. like I, yeah. I'll just go see what's up. <laughs> like she's uh, squatted in like this doorway around the corner, yeah. like a gremlin, <laughs> and she's just like digging like her shits all over the ground. I'm like oh, what geez, are you doing? Christ. She also claims she had mono. She has mono right now. Yeah, she she does. Does she? I don't. I don't I've know had mono. mono is. I've had mono, and I was like, "There's no way this bitch is out and about." I okay. She I, could be like, like coming off. Into yeah, because you know? it's like a six week thing. So if you're in like weeks like two and three, I think of the two rough ones. Yeah, like that's rough. But if you're coming off the tail end of it, it just means your spleen is enlarged, hmm. so you can't play like football. It's kind of hot. Kind of hot, though. <laughs> Enlarged so anyway, kind of hot. Becky we is kind of bad, though. Becky, like if you're listening to this, you're kind of bad, your first crush? No, that was Nadia. She's a, <laughs> oh, Nadia. She's a Greek goddess. She's kind of bad, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She'll always like, be a Greek goddess. It's my new favorite thing to say. Kind of bad, though. Kind of bad, though. Oh, but yeah, we were getting the manager to say that shit, too. It was nah. fucking great. <laughs> yeah, Jared was like... <laughs> Isn't Jared a dude? Like, <laughs> no. Well... I like I like Jared. I've never. He's gotten nicer to me all of a sudden. I think you go out drinking with somebody. Yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Anyway, but, uh, Jared, if you're he listening, he was pretty hungover today. You could tell. <laughs> you know. And I'm like, I'm glad we're in this together, though. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Connected. I did not expect him to come out with us. I didn't. I thought like when he came to Devils, I'm like, I oh, think, that's oh, nice just... of him. Um, I didn't I think, think he was gonna stay out. No, no, I thought. Like, yeah. I'm like, so what? He, he hung on, and he was drinking at all those places. I'm like, oh shit, it's real. <laughs> so what was the one liner? You never said it. Oh yeah, what? Oh, it was just kind of bad though. Like, it's Becky? not even. Oh. It's not even like a joke. Kind of bad though. She, we just kept saying it, and it yeah. kept getting everybody to fucking laugh because we're just stupid like that. Yeah. <laughs> if if it ain't um, broke, <laughs> just keep using. I it. had one where Hugger said something about. His grandparents being dead or something, and I was like, "Huh, at least you knew him." That was a pretty good one right off the bat. Um, some light, some oh, risk, some risk there. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> and then what he was talking to Jared, and he said something about like I think it was he was like trying to make like a racist joke about not being allowed on the tennis courts, and I just go, "Why weren't you?" Or something like it was like something like that, you know, like not getting it yeah, yeah. and then uh that was pretty funny they liked that one um what's funny is like we're so dry when we want to be and so like, oh yeah <laughs> they always just see us as like those nice dudes at work that are always like so like when we're fucking around with them like they don't know if they we're don't fucking with them yeah it's great you know because like i can i'll keep us i mean we can keep straight face and say some of this shit you know and they're just like especially when we're together oh yeah it's great. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. That's we prob- probably actually weren't as funny. Like I don't know. I think, think we were. Well, I think we're pretty funny. I think we're fucking hilarious. I'm actually. However, actually, others might be like, they're kind of fucking weird, though. <laughs> <laughs> fucking John? He's weird. Though. He's kind of weird, though. Oh, apparently I have the secret sauce. Yeah, I'm H2O. And not John even, is I'm just, not juice nor sauce. Just fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> I was told I have the secret sauce. I was actually super salty when she he said was, that. dude. And then I had to pretend like I didn't care because that's, <laughs> that's why I'm labeled H2O because I care so much. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. I don't know. Dude, Paul's got the sauce. Dude, RGM has this. Our, our GM is the older guy. Where what is he? Sixty. I don't. I don't want to say. Yeah. Fifty-eight. Probably. No, he's got hearing aids. So like, 
Granted, you work in a club long enough, I guess. Yeah. Would. Anyway, he's old. He's an older guy. Definitely older. Yeah. Full white head of hair, okay. hearings. Um, we were shown a picture last night of him at a strip club with two bitches, just like two like recent within bitches. like three years. Yeah. Ooh. And he's just like this, just taking it all in. Good for him. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah, I was. I was proud to see that. I was like, damn, Paul got hose. <laughs> Apparently he does have hoes. I, I mean, you do it long enough. That's cr- that's crazy. He's got a little, he's got his little holiday piece uh, that he keeps, you know. What is oh like holiday piece? A little holiday piece. I he, was thinking gun for a second. Oh, I said holiday piece. <laughs> you know, only um, you know a little Christmas significant other for the holidays. <laughs> apparently, and then he's got his other his other uh, side things. That's fair. It's crazy. Hey, we all need that. But yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, well, anyway. anything else? Yeah, no, that's it for me. Um, that's yeah, I don't know. I had, I had class this week, turning some stuff. Otherwise, went out last night, yeah. I guess, I guess that, like, last story was kind of both of you guys recapping the week. Yeah. Shared experience. Pete, what about you? I don't know. I didn't really do much. That's fair. Nice. As you Pete. can tell, we're all very uh, interesting and nice. uh, got a lot going on in our lives, <laughs> people here. <laughs> That's what we're talking about, isn't it? What yeah. we got going on. Yeah. 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 That is kind of the topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Interesting one. We're very hopeful people. We are. <laughs> I think there's potential within us. We've got a lot coming up this month. Oh, yeah. True. That's true. Any Beats? highlights, though, Monger Man? No. No highlights for Monger Man. I would argue that there's a couple. No. You got the, uh, the, the, the song comes out eight days. A little over a week, yeah. I, right. I would argue. Is it, was it a midnight drop? It is a midnight drop. Oh, so it comes out in one week, one hour, ten minutes from this recording. Yep. It's exciting. That's I'm excited. One week, one hour, and 11 minutes. Oh, now 10 minutes there according go. to the clock. Behind okay, me. that's fair. That's Let's fair. Go. That's the official time. Boom. Cash. That's the other thing. Is like, I'm not... <sighs> Valentine's Day? I don't know what the fucking... Oh, yeah. You're in trouble, man. Yeah. Dude, you... D- who? I, I mean, are you guys... Are you guys... No. No? I wouldn't say it, but like... Dude, this is a trap, man. At the same man. time, it'd be like... <clears throat> that's why it's that's why it's kind of like well I don't know what to fucking do it's just like you you're dating but like do I need to actually like get you something yes yeah yeah I, <laughs> I know I do <laughs> like but I don't know I would I, say I also yeah. like low key I'm like I kind of like I ca- like if I get I don't know I would feel bad almost not getting something like a little something for like everybody low key like, really just like like hey what? I brought in like like not for everybody, but like upstairs, like oh. I'd absolutely like be like, oh, I brought in chocolates for the homies in Prohibition. Oh, that's you know, fair. Happy Valentine's Day, to, and you cover your bases, you know. I'm, what if I rolled up with something for Nadia? <laughs> <laughs> Get her like a shooting your shot, dude. On if she keeps Get her a molded dildo. All I'm saying, <laughs> oh, yes, of my dick, <laughs> all three inches. <laughs> all yeah, I'm you, saying, dude. You enjoy some of that. But. She keeps she keeps teasing me, dude. I'm gonna start actually leaving the this shit. Is, is Nadia single? No. No. Oh. She's got a man. That's what makes with it a exciting. house. You know who Yikes. I'm in love with though? Who? Jess. 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 <laughs> you don't know her? Who's that girl? It's Jess. It's Jess. She's the like she coordinates the parties and stuff. We're gonna have the to girl that was sitting next to me. You uh sitting next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what I think we should do? Oh. We should have a live pod at the W. 
and just like talk about these people talk in front of them. Front of them. <laughs> you know who I'd fuck? <laughs> Jess. Yo, really? <laughs> Where's this Nadia girl at? Hey, Here Nadia. She has a smoking body. Oh, you're Nadia? No, Jess is oh. older though. She's got. I think she's got a kid or two. Um, Whoa, nothing. She has like she has one child. That's my type of woman though. Exactly. Younger. We know it works. Yeah. No, Ashley told me that she's going to Chicago in like a week to meet up with some guy, and I'm like, oh, she's what? seeing someone. She's like, yeah. She's like, were you gonna shoot your shot? I'm like, well, probably, but I guess not anymore. Fuck. Wait. So yeah. rewind. You and McKenna. Yes. Not a thing. No, not a thing. Okay. But like, secret crush is an older woman. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> nice. I don't know how old Jess is, but she's got to be like what, thirty-three. Ooh. Four. Yeah. Hey, you know. What are you doing? She's You're a mom. Running out of time to um, get her pregnant. Or once you once you hit north north of thirty like north thirties then it gets dicey. I don't know. She's already got a kid, so it's not like I need. It's not like you need. I'd enough. be a dad though. Be a great. Just slide up and like Jess. You know, I've always wanted a girl exactly like the one my dad had on the side. <laughs> <laughs> I think that'll win. So what you doing? <laughs> so uh, Saturday night. See you then. <laughs> At work. What are you talking about? Oh my god! You thought it was you. <laughs> Jesus, I'm in a relationship. Oh my god, fucking bitch! He's, whoa! <laughs> you give her the eyes, like, <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, "All right, All right this I'm guy. so confused. <laughs> I'm also slightly aroused. What is happening?" And that's when she tells you she's a lesbian. Hey, man. That's not. Hey, whatever. Yeah. It's 2020. It's 2020. Swinger, <laughs> man. Anyway, let's yeah. actually get into this. Should I don't want to keep All right. talking yeah. about my coworkers. <laughs> Enough coworker bashing for this You're week. You're gonna have but, to uh, blur every single. Name There's a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah post that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna not only am I gonna post it, I'm gonna post it with a location tag of the W. So <laughs> they're gonna get notified. On Instagram, when it pops up, of like, oh, there's a podcast that records here in our in our hotel. About What's us? even funnier though is like if you do, I guess it's I don't know, it's just as bad if you bleep the names because then like people, if anyone listens, builds like, suspicion. Wait, who? Yeah, who, who are you talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like this is kind of like. Uh, uh, little maybe like uh, Vanderpump Rules ask here mm-hmm. what we're doing. We're breaking ground. We Some are arms. the uh, we are the below deck of uh, Minneapolis. It's a juicy drama. I like it. I actually did watch a little bit of The Bachelor. I was watching some clips on YouTube, and I I hate The Bachelor, but dude, they're good. they're good, man. <laughs> they stir that pot like a motherfucker. Right, and they it's film crazy. it all in like two weeks. It's nuts. Like, it's home- what? It's not two weeks, is it? Yeah. Really? <laughs> they filmed this thing in like two, three weeks, man. It's like really fast. Bro, so they're finding love in literally Dude, that's like why it never two, fucking works. 200 hours. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Yeah, right? How is it 168 hours in a week? So you get about double that. Do you get like 276? I just 376? Love, I love that it's so like it's gotten to a point where like the producers know your story and then they'll use it to oh, like yeah. fuck you. You know? That's I'm crazy. Just, it is. Yeah. Like one of the chicks. Um, I don't know if you guys know country artists at all, but Chase Rice is a country singer, pop country type singer. My and favorite pop country is Lil Nas X. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Back to Chase Rice. No, he goes, <laughs> like he, the, the bachelor takes this girl on a date, like a private concert, you know? Ooh, yeah. And, concert um, experience with Chase Rice. And she's like, she's like, oh, this is exciting. She's like, oh my God, who is it? He's like, you'll see. And then rolls up. And Chase Rice is her ex-boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? And 
Chase Rice didn't know. Like, so he gets asked to do this private concert. He's like, sure, man, you know. And so, like, he has no idea. She didn't know. They're both seeing each other. The Bachelor has no idea that they have a history. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm like, and then, like, I just looked through the comments because I need some sort of context. And uh, everyone's just like, bro, the, the devil works hard, but the producers of The Bachelor work harder. <laughs> Not as hard as Chris Jenner, though. Chris Jenner does work hard. No, I'll, uh, I'll right. share with you some secrets about that a little off here here as we uh, – Let's take a, take a thirty seven second break though, so uh, intern Ian can come up with this topic real quick, All right. and, and then we'll be back jumping into it. Sounds good. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. So I think yeah. So it's what talking about limbo, <laughs> uh, right? Yeah, and just kind of like where we're at and like how we're dealing with it at different places and what's good about it because there's weirdly like good things about it too. Like we're like, I mean, we're in, in limbo can be kind of different stuff, but like none of us feel like stuck in what we're doing. Like we're not like trapped in like a we're oddly very anti stuck. We're yeah, it's like maybe. weirdly like maybe sometimes like being stuck, and not and like being anti stuck or whatever. Like, you know, just go with anti stuck for yeah. now. Like, I don't know if there's a better or worse. I think it has its own pros and cons, but just kind of like talking about yeah, just different what kind of like what the pros and cons of it are for where we each are at. Just kind of figuring out where we're going forward at this because you had you mentioned that we all met at the same restaurant weirdly enough. No. Kind of, I was on the lost tapes of episode three, unfortunately. But, Which is you know. weird because usually you don't, like restaurant industry, you don't really form super like strong bonds outside of work, I feel like. But <coughs> that's a topic for another day. But do we want to start with the youngest? No. No. I think we <laughs> should start with the oldest. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Woody, oh, a.k.a. Slacks, a.k.a. Slim Jim. Huh. I don't even like Slim Jims. We'll snap into it. All right. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this segment brought to you by Slim Jim. Snap into it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like, like I don't know. Whenever I think of like the limbo stuff or kind of stage wise stuff, I guess I. So I turned thirty in about a month, but about like a month and a week or so here, and it's just like trying to figure out and like compare it like big picture. I think there's so many times for me where I just get stuck in. Um. In, in being in the anti-stuck like you get still like stuck on smaller things like uh zooming in too far and what i mean by that is like saying like detailing out and like kind of like identifying too many like traits being like okay i'm 29 okay i have this i have a master's degree i graduated from this college i have this much college debt i have this house that i have to pay for in some way shape or form um i have a dog i have a car insurance payment or what you know like all these like things right and like identifying too many of them to the, like not really be able to see like all the other things i have like opportunities to do like you mm-hmm. also like don't have a career that you need to commit the next 10 to 15 years to before you can see any like real like tangible results or uh successes from it like you can kind of still pick and choose what you want to do you still have like a ton of time even though it doesn't feel like it from what everyone says is like 30 is still super young um to like a ton of time to still like go and try things and take risks and fail. Um, I think there's like a, an author that identified that like 39 is the last like year that you're like allowed to fail where like people are like, Oh yeah, you're still just trying to figure it out. Like once you turn 40, it's like, eh, you kind of fucked up. Like it kind of weird to make flips there. So I still have like a next decade to really figure it out. But sometimes it's kind of like looking at the Taco Bell menu at like three in the morning. Um, maybe back in the hate Ashbury days of high school when maybe a few foreign substances are also included (laughs) in it. And, 
you just get overwhelmed because there's like too many things to think like there's too many things I could pick off this menu that are going to be fucking delicious. But I can't eat 17 different Taco Bell items tonight. So I know both of those things. Like, well, how do I choose? Like, sometimes bean burritos hit the spot, right? But yeah. sometimes, like, you just want the Crunchwrap Supreme. It's like things like that where it's like, I don't know. Sometimes it'd be really cool to, like, get this, like, podcast studio off the ground and running. And, like, that's what, just what I do and find adver- advertisements to advertise for and, like, make it a big thing and then sell out to Spotify. Um, <laughs> but, like, there's also times, too, where it's like, I don't know, like – do you want to do that? Like, do you want to like go back and be a bartender to like fund this and do all these things? Like, I don't know. And it's like, when you just have to think about that over and over again, kind of talk about being anti stuck. It's like the, the projection forward for me is like endless opportunity in in some way, but like, I can't figure, like figure out which way I want to go with it. I can't figure out like what path I want to take mm-hmm. in doing it. And so I end up just like sitting at my computer for seven hours in a YouTube black hole just watching like countless videos after another to like bide time until hopefully just kind of hits me in the head. But I don't know. It, I don't know if there's like a right or wrong way to do it. I, again, like I said, I, I, when I get big picture about it and I start identifying the characteristics, that's good. Like 30 is young. Like it's cool to like be able to do what you want. Uh, like you could be your grandpa and have to be like a bus driver, a factory worker, and then also be like the printing press manager at the star tribune. Mm-hmm. on like third shift. Like that could have been your life, but it's not. So like, uh, like, what are you going to do with that? And that, like, responsibility, like, management part of it of, like, oh, I don't I don't want to, like, just shit on this. But at the same time, like, I really don't know. And, like, I think when you don't know for a week, that's one thing. When you don't know for, like, five years, it starts to kind of, like, weigh, weigh it on you a little bit. No. But I don't know. That's kind of, like, before, like, the tip of the iceberg of where I'm at with all, like, the limbo stuff when we talk about that. I don't know if any of that relates to you guys or where you're at. I mean... Kind of. I mean, you know, I'm about to graduate college here, hopefully, allegedly, in four months. I always say that. I mean, I am. Well, it depends if your internship supervisor signs off on your paperwork or not. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out my intern supervisor. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, like, and, you know, I don't have a job lined out, you know, and I'm kind of still, you know, debating whether, like, what exactly to do post-college, um, post-graduation. Uh, you know, it's looking more and more towards like bar barbacking, do restaurant stuff on the weekends while I do something during the week mm-hmm. just to accumulate money and just to fund like what I actually want to do, which is something with fashion. I mean, I'd love to get Superbia off the ground um, and, you know, have that go somewhere, whether that's just I'm selling 50 items consistently or, you know, if it if it fails, it fails. But at least I tried. Um, I don't know, but I'd, you know, like to end up in the fashion industry somehow. Uh, I was looking at jobs the other day for Minneapolis, not a whole lot in terms of like what I'd want to do, but you know, maybe I just have to start somewhere I don't want to be and take like a pay cut, you know, to get something on the resume. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of, I was looking at that. A lot of that shit just looks so awful. Yeah. Is like this s- in fashion or a science or a fashion? Yeah, because um, I mean it's Minneapolis. There's not a whole, there's not like really no. anything. Yeah, I which think, sucks. Yeah. But oh, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where I might just have to take a pay cut for six to twelve months. And I don't even know if it's a like okay, a pay cut on the Monday to Friday stuff, yeah, the fashion stuff. But like the amount of income that you should like projectedly make by doing both. Granted, you're working fifty six hours a week. Um, 
it's it's going to be more than the average by a lot. Like, uh, yeah, probably. So which like, would be cool, but it's not everything. Right. Um, well, the thing is, too, is like <clears throat> Minneapolis might not be any sort of fashion hub ever. However, it is becoming a hub for the Midwest. And mm-hmm. so we do get a lot of people from both coasts that fly in a lot. So it's, it's like true. it's not like it's not worth anything. Correct. Yeah. Three hours to either coast, man. It's like it's like one of the big things that like people that live on the coast yeah. always like remind people from the Midwest of like, dude, you hop on a plane three hours, you're th- like there, you know, just anywhere in the country. It's kind of a crazy yeah. Thing, but, doing like yeah, but kind of like what John was saying a little bit with like the it's becoming a hub thing. Like this is where I always kind of get frustrated with me, just like personally, where I'm like, I wish I had like the self like motivation to to understand that i i do understand it but like understand it and then apply it to like what i'm doing it'd be so cool to be one of the first people in that wave of like oh when minneapolis blew up these were the people that were at the forefront of that it wasn't just that they got like whitewashed over with all the big companies from like organizations Mm -hmm. or whatever from you know the east coast and the west coast like there are also like these like five to ten people that were like understood it was coming we're ready for it and then when it was here they were able to like ride the big wave instead of getting fucking like mowed over and drowned from it. Mm-hmm. I just don't like have that thing. I think that's what we talk about with Superbia all the time where I'm like, that's what I like being a part of it. Cause it's just cool to be part of those things. Mm-hmm. Like, especially from someone who like looks at it where I'm like, I can't do any of this shit. Like there's, there's none of this. Like also part of it. I don't want to, like I don't have the energy to sit there and learn it and then apply it and then take the risks and like do that and deal with the criticism and all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that, but I want to be a part of it in some way. And I just think, like, that would be so cool to be part of that. Instead of going somewhere, which we've talked about, and I'm sure we'll bring it up no. here later, of, like, going to L.A. or going to New York or going to Paris or London or Tokyo or whatever and going and joining something there. Like, it'd be so cool to create our own thing here and then have all those motherfuckers come here mm-hmm. because we're here. Like, we're right. the reason they're coming here instead of us being the reason, like, them being the reason that we leave. And that's kind of like that's what really gave us the name for Out of the Woods podcast of like we're in the woods that. right now and we're trying yeah. to get out and get into what we want. Mm-hmm. It's also a plan play on the fact that Minnesota's yeah. heavily wooded in the north. And we want to bring like the Twin Cities area out of the woods like with us and like it'd be like that a whole thing of like whether hey. that actually we have the ability to do that or not, but be well, fucking badass. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> I mean like, you know, the thing with cities like New York or LA um is that you you know you just get a bunch of fucking people mm-hmm. once they live there long enough that just think the same fucking way like yeah. you know and so like some of the things that i like about minneapolis is like you know it's it's big enough of a city where you know it's diverse you know and you've got people from from all over but at the same time it's still got roots in kind of more of a you know humble beginnings yeah. homegrown type you know you're, you're not dealing with you know you, you go to la you know it's just like people are they're so out of touch with what actual life is like yeah. it's just like it's it's not borderline disgusting LA. you know <laughs> so i don't know i think it's, I it's say, a refreshing city as yeah, far as that kind of going off that i mean i have thought about this a little bit and i i do think it's while i don't like how minneapolis isn't creative in the sense of like fashion and stuff and how like if I was in LA or New York or whatever, I think it'd be a lot easier to like, cause you're surrounded by it then. And once you're surrounded by things, it's easier to like, you know, go about things and you have more resources and all that jazz. But I do like how since there's like this lack of like creativity, if you will, 
you know, in a sense, that, like, we're doing it, you know? I mm-hmm. mean, kind of, and I kind of like standing out in that aspect where it's like, dang, yeah, we're trying or we're doing something different. Well, it's easy to stand out. Yeah. So, you know, we're comparing ourselves against, like, other th- like non-fashion things right like that's the, yeah the, the even thing. even non-fashion and that's stuff. that's i look at it like especially i mean i i again yeah, i can't speak to the like the fashion stuff nearly as much as you could but like from like the podcast recording studio aspect of it right there are no other studios here there's no one mm-hmm. doing this there's people that are basically doing what i'm doing now but like we're all at the same level we've all basically bought in the same gear we've mm-hmm. all basically done the same stuff it just comes down to like okay who's the first to get to this these like points and it's like but i'm not competing against those guys Right, I'm competing against other like businesses pulling on my interest, like freaking random ass like jobs, like like career jobs of like that's just pulling on time. I'm pulling, like, competing yeah. against like other like youth organizations or like other things that are like we aren't a thing that does this, but we have enough money in the budget to buy all this stuff for someone else to do it. Like where if you go out to some of these places like in New York or in LA where it's like they've got hundreds of recording studios that record for like various level of like artists and all these things. It's like. Oh, my, there's already successful models of how this works. I I need to like start like compete with them. Where here there's not, and I feel I feel like that's how like the fashion thing kind of works here too. Where it's like I'm not competing. I'm competing as like a successful entity against other successful entities that are not necessarily fashion. If I go to L.A. or New York or like Paris or something, I'm just competing against other fashion industries where there's already those successful models. And that while might sound like it's a negative for me, I look at that as a huge like opportunity. And being like, oh, this is cool. Like, we get to, like, dictate and say and create what we want to be and do that. And then it comes down to, again, the general public figuring out whether or not they accept it or not. But mm-hmm. instead of just having to mimic something, right, we couldn't probably do this in L.A. We'd be hammered down or someone yeah. had done it. Be, so, I mean, yeah, and you talking about the coast. I mean, everything's so saturated out there anyway that you really got to either be fucking innovative, like, some shit that no one's ever seen before or get lucky and have someone huge somehow notice you and then or you already have the money or you're yeah you have the money and resources already versus you go out and execute yeah um but yeah so i don't know that was a little bit about me kind of where i'm at mm-hmm. um but yeah we'll see we'll see how everything goes yeah. um yeah i don't know it's just like and kind of like real quick like one of the reasons like we started about this was kind of to document in a sense of our trial and errors. Oh, totally. Cause everybody like, like you've, you've said multiple times, Woody, it's like everybody has books or talks about, you know, how they became successful after the fact. There's not really that documentation during the fact. Exactly. So, I don't know. It's easy to, it's the, it's a linear path when you look backwards, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, this makes total sense. They just did this, 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 and now they're there. Where, But, like, when they were at point A, like, looking forward, it was not a linear path. There were so many things pulling them, and they just happened to go in the right spots. But, like, we never hear about that until after successful. So we already know the ending of the story, right? We're, already, we're watching the documentary of it. We're not watching the, like, actual in the making of it. I think that to me is like also a huge part of this where it's like we get to talk about those things and we get to come here. It's like, hey, man, I'm really struggling with this. I don't know what to do. And I'm not sure that any of us will necessarily have the right answer, wrong answer. But I don't know if it's about that necessarily either. I think it's about creating something that's authentic and genuine to what we always wanted it to be, whether it's fashion, whether it's music, whether it's podcast, whether it's whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also figuring out like how do like how do we as individuals like both help and get in the way 
of like our own shit sometimes where it's like that's, that's that's also something that's like real yeah it's tough to like figure out it's suspenseful yeah and it's fun so what about you john okay for yeah. me um i was definitely feeling like what you were saying woody about the limbo <coughs> of I think, you know, anybody works service industry and is like good enough at it and at a good place where they can actually make some decent money. It's so hard to like actually think about other stuff. Like I, you know, I went to college, graduated. And so like my limbo started probably just before graduation because I had, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Like I had an idea, but at the same time that jump off point of like, like, also what you were saying it's just like it's a pay cut it's uh it's like a regular schedule it's like it's it's a lot of like my entire lifestyle would change um and it's easy to get sucked into that the lifestyle that we kind of have which is like oh you know i'm like off during the days you like and like i don't have shit to do like it's on a weird Monday. bachelor lifestyle yeah mm-hmm. and it's like it's super appealing when you're in your 20s but um, at the same time, it, you know it's not sustainable um, because you can only you can only you know, and that's what everybody always literally fucking says. Especially like you hear it from like some forty, fifty year old in the service industry, and they're like, "Dude, enjoy it while you're young, man." <laughs> it's just like, that's not what I'm trying to. I'm not trying to peak right now. Wait, I've never heard anyone say that. Oh, people, man. I hear it. Constantly. Wait, really? Enjoy oh, yeah. it while you're young. Enjoy yeah. like the the ability to actually enjoy that lifestyle. So like Shit. the fact that we make decent enough money to like be able to do stuff. You're surrounded <laughs> by you attractive females constantly, and you know, and you constantly are up late, and you, you literally we work in a fucking nightclub. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's just like it's weird. yeah, enjoy weird. it while you're right. young because the second you're forty, if you're still working in that industry, you're you know a loser yeah the perception the perception Perception sure of it yeah unless you're moving up in that industry but the second you're moving up in that industry and you're at that age you're just you're just working a regular job at that point you just happen to work in that environment which is super inconvenient if you're you know if you have a if you want to have a family if you want last night yeah um he's a server at manny's now he used to manage he was the AGM of Fogo de Chao. Fogo de Chao for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And he was, t- and he said that, I mean, while he was, him and some of his colleagues were getting some of the highest paid restaurant salaries in the state. Yeah, he was, he was given very up. well paid. But like, yeah, it's like you have kids and a wife and, and, he had, like, and you're he's, never, he's never home. Weekends. Yeah. And or that's, holidays. That's, that's that life. It's fine if you're single and, you know, and that's what's tough. It's like it's it's a trap. It's a money trap. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, getting paid. It's like um, weirdly easy, and then. But then there's a switch in everyone's life where you don't really want that anymore. You, which is why he transferred. Ended yeah. up transferring to Manny's. It's one serving. of the few restaurants where you can actually have kind of a normal life outside of it yeah. because the money is fantastic. You, um, you're not working super weird irregular hours. Everyone there is a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's one of those things. So like after graduation, getting back to my fucking life, um, I just didn't know what to do. I thought like maybe photography, videography was something I wanted to pursue, which it still is. Um, 
but I just didn't know how to do it. Like I didn't know how I could, um, I didn't want to be a wedding photographer or videographer. And I know that that's the path that most people that kind of want to do in my shoes have to take because it, it's the only way you can really make money regularly unless you're, unless you know people. I, didn't, I don't know people. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was like, all right, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was working, I was making enough money to do things I wanted to do from bartending. And, uh, but then that job got swooped away. So then I was just like kind of in a spot where I'm like, all right, well, do I really want to keep doing this? Like, um, I like, I, I was like, finally, I think it was good. It's such a blessing <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, because it like actually made me think about like, how the fuck do, am I going to get out of this? If, if I want to get out, what am I going to do? What do I want to do? And then I think just like everything happens for a reason. Just talking went to my best friends for a little bit from childhood his dad was a pilot for fedex you know and he was talking to me about being a pilot he's just like you know hey man just like pilot shortage you know just like it's it pays great you know i'm like i love traveling that's really at the end of the day all i really want to do i didn't even give a fuck i was i was taking photos or making a living doing that mm -hmm. i just want to be able to go where i want when i want yeah and i was like all right fuck be a pilot make some money mm -hmm. and I can bring a camera with me. And then if that takes off too, cool. Yeah. Um, the problem was I, uh, was, <laughs> uh, diagnosed with ADHD in college, um, kind of by choice. I had made it through my life without medication and stuff like that, but I was just mm -hmm. like, well, I saw an opportunity to get it, get some, uh, meds. So I took it. And, uh, so yeah, now the pilot, you know, FAA, they don't like that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got to prove that I'm fine without it. But the problem is that's a $2,000 evaluation. And so holy fuck, $2,000 to be like, yeah, no, you're fine. Which, so I've got a, I, basically what I'm doing right now is saving money to do that because to, to start pilot training is you have to be cleared. You have to be, you don't have to be cleared. Like but, I could, but why do it? And then all of a sudden, why do it? And then find out like, Oh no, we're not going to let you do it. Like I, I could get a private pilot's license and that'd be fine. Um, but the, my, the only reason I want to start it is to do it as a living. Mm -hmm. So I want to get that cleared right away. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now is basically like, okay, I, I need $2,000 to get this evaluation done to then start paying a, a fuck ton of money or a fuck ton? just take out a loan. Yeah. To how long is the schooling? It depends. Um, that you would do what? How long is the schooling that it's you just, would do? It's not, everyone thinks you have to go to college for it. It's Whatever just, the training. Yeah. It, it depends how, how much you do at a time. So if I can get a loan to do it at like, to bang it out, it could it'd take about a year, which isn't too bad. Pete, yeah, what the fuck short. are you doing? I just got some energy. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> He's uh, <laughs> he currently is standing. He changed his mic stand. He's standing, kicking. Doing some like toe tap thing. Yeah, my man's is tapping like an Irish jig to my financial. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, yeah, I think we've seen all that stuff though too. Is like it's like, that's like I think the. Like when you talk stages, right? Of you being about, uh, is everyone's like pretty much like two, three years apart, 
roughly here mm-hmm. and like very staged or whatever but it's like there's like very real things all of a sudden like weird things like no one plans when you're like sitting there not that you necessarily knew you wanted to be a pilot at like 15 16 or whatever but like you know when let's just be like super like average stereotypical here of like oh what do you want to do in life when you're in like early high school and you say stuff or whatever no one brings up these random things of like well you're personally gonna have to deal with an adhd test that costs two grand that you have to save and pay for and then you gotta pay for the schooling and all this other stuff and it's like that stuff gets exhausting after a while just like and then like having to like constant that was my thing is like having to constantly explain some of that shit to like people was, was the other thing where i'm like I know you're just why you're asking this and trying to be a nice person and doing all this other stuff, but like at the same time, I don't need to like have this conversation with you, and and that goes for most people. Like for me, at least, can't really speak for anybody else, but it's like I there is so I also like coach football too, um, and like having to explain all that shit to people all the time of being like, oh, so you coach high school, like yeah, oh, so like you're gonna work in high school, it's like no, I'm not gonna teach. Oh, really? Like yeah, I'm gonna try to find something else. But here's the issue is fucking practice usually starts at 2.30 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Most jobs get done at 4.30 at the earliest. And, yeah, so you can't, like, really do it. You have to be super, like, open or creative or find a real unique opportunity, which I feel like I found. But it just, like, it just, like, gets in the way of a lot of stuff. But, like, having to even explain that little part to people is just, like, super, it's super, super annoying. Yeah. It's just, like. That's the thing. It's, like, it's always- fuck people <laughs> that ask you questions about, like, what you're up to. Especially if you're not, like, su- like unless they're your family, your, you know, significant Even family other. sometimes Dude, fuck off. Dude, even family. Well, extended family. Like, I'm, I'm close with my parents, so I'll tell oh, them. Oh, okay. I feel to. like that's a little bit different. Yeah. But, like, you know, it, it's always short answer. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I used to try to explain, like, what I was up to. Um, but it always like, you get that look of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And you're just like, like, I just, I dreaded that. I don't like (laughs) even hang out with friends from high school for that same fucking reason. And, uh, and then you just like, if, you know, if I had any advice for anybody, just say, I don't give a fuck what you think. Just tell (laughs) them what, like, give the very short answer of like what your goal is. And then if they start asking questions of how you're going to get there, just say you'll get there. And then like, and then you probably will. Like mm-hmm. if you kind of put that, that vibe out, that energy of like, I, I'll, I'll get it done. Don't fucking worry about me. Worry about yourself. <laughs> you know, cause most of these people that ask all these questions have the most boring just like fucking lives. Checking oh, yeah. themselves. You know? yeah. It's almost but like a self check. It's like, I honestly, me, I'm sorry. Uh, go, go, no, go, go, go. I don't know. For me, it's just like, uh, I've kind of, um, bounced around so much not a lot but like i bounced around enough with what my intentions to do with my life are it's just like you know what life's just gonna happen life's just gonna happen he's now standing on his chair <laughs> like bending over about to talk in the microphone but i don't think he has anything to I say just I, think don't, he's just like, I don't think i've ever I, really asked someone like so what are you up to like what are you trying to do i don't give a fuck about it like i don't think i've I, ever have I? Monger man, your input. Sorry, I got a butt in. Yeah. Going back to the people who, you know, love to question you most about that, and you said they have the most boring lives. I agree. I think there's a direct correlation with um, inquisit, inquisitive, inquisitiveness. In- inquisitive people? Right. Like, in that sense, like, oh, how are you going to get that goal? Or Like a need for inquiry? Yeah, is directly correlated to um, insecurity and boringness of your life. I would, uh, yeah. No. I don't know if there's scientific 
evidence for it. But like definitely, I, I know what you're saying. Like as far as um, I think the reason people are so curious is because the second you do something or go about something a little unorthodox, you know, like we we or or like you will face this. But like what I was supposed to do was supposed to get a degree. You know, I was a, I was a good student. So it's like supposed to get that degree, get out of school, start working in some sort of job, nine to five that start making money. Yeah. And like and, and just whatever. to have that normal lifestyle, that, yeah. you know, and then the second you don't, I've like people are like, well, oh, what, what are you going to do, though? Like, but and then how are you like it's like all my all my friends my age that did the same thing, went to school. They're like all in serious relationships. Some of them have bought houses. Uh, a lot of them are married. Um, you know, and it's just like, and it's not to knock what they're doing, but it to me, I'm like, you guys just seem like you're doing that because that's what you were told. Like, I, I, I yeah, you're just doing what you what you I'm feel like you were supposed to. Yeah, I lived exactly. checking these the boxes. People. These aren't yeah. like this, these aren't who you are. Like, this isn't like I know you. I know mm-hmm. like that. That's not the type of person you are. Like, you were like me, and then all of a sudden you just locked into this mode of like all right and it's not like that's wrong either because like it in a lot of ways what i'm doing is fucking crazy you know it's extrude like excruciatingly excruciatingly expensive you know and it's i'm not like i don't know there's a lot like there's a lot of things i don't like about the situation i'm in i mean like for reference i'm still the service industry uh, I didn't say that. So like, cause I got to fucking pay for the, all this shit. And mm-hmm. then it ties back to like, well, and then that lifestyle can get comfortable. So it's like, it's easy for me to say, you know, what? fuck being a pilot. Like it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm making good money now where I'm at. Like, and that's, what's so scary, uh, scary about yeah. the situation is like, you can easily get distracted, mm-hmm. especially like situations like last night, <laughs> you know, it's just like, Oh yeah. You know, it was Wednesday. We just, went out got fucking wasted yeah. <laughs> you're like yeah. fuck man I, I gotta i will stop doing that i gotta stop doing that um sure. but it's not like enjoy it while you're young yeah <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i like on even on that a little bit though like uh kind of two points here going off that one i think like there's like that assumption too of like oh like even falling in that trap too of being like oh but i'm not supposed to do this or not whatever it's like i don't know like everyone's different it's i, I was called like the varsity blues theory of just like I don't want your life. Like that's not like what I want. And I always think back to like when you're saying like, oh, you know, I was I was living with these people. Like we were all at this stage, and all of a sudden you chose to go get the house, get in the you know serious relationship, or get married or whatever, and start that stuff and become that person. I always think back of like maybe they were always that person, and when I was living with them, they were that's when they were doing the acting. Maybe. Is they were try- they were acting like they were not that person when really they were the whole time, and I I hung out with them because I like intrinsically and at the core always was that person. And I can't now knowing what I know, go and like try to pretend to be that person like that. They are now in the relationship and the housing stuff and what all that other things. I, I don't know. And that's the thing now that comes from like where I'm at, you know, being like older one here where it's like, I look at all those times where it's like, be, I remember being in that position of like watching like a lot of my friends go off, get married, do these things like all those like little subtle like bullshit passive aggressive like not aggressive but just like passive fucking like comments of like oh you're still doing that that's cool like look at me i got my like nine to five with benefits in this job and like i got this great girl and like all those things are true but 
now seeing like fast forward four or five years from that and mm-hmm. like they weren't happier like yeah. they th- that's not what you wanted to do that you that you're, you just did what you thought you were supposed to do and it did bring along a certain degree or certain level of like success but you're ultimately not happy because you're still being someone you're not and at least I can say at the end of the day, I'm doing that. And while I'm unhappy in, in a lot of ways, I'm also happy in a lot of ways, but like focusing on the unhappy parts of because like I can't figure out what I want to do next, at least I can say at the end of the day, you know what, I'm not someone I'm who I'm not. Either. I'm not just like settling. Yeah. I'm not. I'm also not saying like the lives that they chose are not something I don't want either. Like also, yeah. settling down, buying a house, having a wife. Oh, I mean, ultimately, obviously, end goal stuff. Yeah, for sure. But like, I'm like, not yet though. I'm like, not. Yeah, time. Not at, time has to be added to it. Not at aspect. 24, 25 years old. I'm not. And not to. at a not at a jo- not at the cost of a job that you don't ultimately want. Yeah, and I'm like, get, where you get trapped? So, you're so yeah. young. Like, I'm like, what, what, what's next? That's what I'm saying. Like these people that I know. Well, people, there's so many. We all know. We all. Know. Everybody I mean, knows these people. Um, some of you are these people. Um, <laughs> Ooh, that fire. just like, <laughs> wait, oh wait, we are what people? I'm just talking to our listeners right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you motherfucker! Although these ones probably just turn the show off at this no, point. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just jokes. Um, but like, it's I'm not saying that any any of those choices are are bad. They're literally what I want. And I'm just saying, you know, it, you don't have to do it yet. Like when my friends are like, <laughs> when they would get engaged, I'm like, oh. I'm I'm not I'm not saying that you guys are bad together. I'm not saying that I'm I'm like, but why right now? I'm like, because then what? Because if you it know? actually if it actually does mean what you you're telling me it means, then the time part doesn't matter. But there are things that are time sensitive that you won't be able to go do when you're 40 or 45 or 50 that you can still do at 22, 23, 24. Likewise, we're also making decisions that there's going to be things when we're 40 and 50 we won't be able to do. Because right. of the things we're doing now, but I think it's that that constant trade off of like there isn't a right or wrong, and I always feel like everyone here has a pretty good grasp of that that part of it. It's like there's not a right or wrong way to go about that part. The things you can do now, but maybe mortgaging things in the future, or vice versa. But it's always the people that feel like they're right. They what they're doing is the right way, and it's their job to inform other people that oh, in certain ways, not necessarily like very direct, but in like subtle ways too, of like oh, but if you're not doing something similar to me. Like, eh, you're probably not doing it right. And it's like... You see, I think I those people who live their life like that are the most insecure, though. I would... Eh, I would probably... I, 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 wanna, I want to agree with you, like, off the top, but I just don't know. I think, I think people who do that... I think there's two kind of... Actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say there's two kind of people. I agree. I'm, I'm, I want to use my words very carefully. I think the people who you know try to persuade everyone oh you gotta live your life like i am or you should get a good job or whatever don't fully believe that that's the right decision in their life if that makes sense yeah um I, yeah i see what you're saying they want like reass- like reassurance like that- the the people with the strongest faith in religions don't have to tell other people you need to be a christian they yeah they just it's intrinsically it's already intrinsically. part of them yeah 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 and I think the same applies to your lifestyle. Yeah. Oh, that's facts. I also think though there's those people that are just like asshole narcissists. I think they're just assholes. I think yeah. that period. And I think that's a, exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. You just got we just I think that's one thing you just gotta do, try to do a better job at of identifying like, oh no, you're just, you're just kind asshole. of a dick. Well, there's know. a lot of ways that like uh, I don't know. 
it sounds conspiratorial, but like, yeah. you know, the media shapes the way that you think you're supposed to live. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, depending on where you are. Media, society, culture, so like, all of that. Yeah. We are in the Midwest, so a lot of people find that high school, college sweetheart, and they're like, okay, cool. And like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to not women right now. However, it's, I feel like most of the time that, it's these fucking girlfriends that are like, well, you know, like they expect <laughs> rings right away. And you're like, hold up, you know. <laughs> okay, so if we're going to get married, I guess I got to find a job then right away. It's just like, I don't know. I know people that are like friends that I'm like, oh, well, I know he still wanted to like travel, kind of see the world. But then this chick comes along. It's like, no, you got to mm-hmm. fucking work. If we're going to afford this house. Yeah, fuck and you're those like, hoes. Right. You know. Fuck them <laughs> hoes. They're nice chicks, but same time i don't know i've always just been on the side of like i i just want to make sure because i don't know world's ending in probably a couple decades let's be real <laughs> Some shit's gonna so happen. i'm like i gotta yeah. i gotta live Might i just well want free i just want freedom Thanks. end of the day i don't care how i get it i don't care i don't really care how much money i make i'd like to make enough money to do the shit i like to do um but just so long as i can do whatever i want when i want to Boom. And then at some point, um, you know, find dial bi- things in. Find a low. bitch. Not even lay low. I don't. I don't. Marry a bitch. Low. I don't want to lay low as far as like living in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. No, but I, I. Yeah, I get what you mean. Would, yeah. would you Would you agree with like? And then we go. We'll go to Ian here. Like, you just kind of want to like, be free for a certain amount of time, and then like experience that, and just like be present in that, and then at some point. You whatever that's going to be there's not necessarily an end date but there is an end date to that then it's like okay then i want to go do all these things that like other people are doing now just i don't want to like to an know. extent i i, I right want to be free place. to like i like the the idea of like the reason why you know some people my age are like buying houses i'm like well to me rent is cool because i can leave in a year if i want yeah. to and no strings attached um, Which is bullshit because you can just turn around and sell a house whenever you want to. I know, but I also can't afford a house. No, so. that's fair. No, I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> saying the people that rent and do that, but also have the ability to buy a house, like that, that doesn't hold up. No, but anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Um, but like, like I, don't, I just don't know. Like I, I could, mm-hmm. I've come a long way in a year. I'm like, I could just as easily be like, you know what? Fuck it. Moving to, you know, moving to Europe next year for a year. You know, and they're like, I, I like just take one year at a time because, because yeah. I think I do have those ADHD tendencies of being like, well, fuck, the, you know, I was on this train, but oh my God, Pete, bro. <laughs> yeah, way too many ticks going on. Yeah, fucking, yeah way too I many things. I have ADHD here. I here. found Ian's $4 from a few weeks ago from his concrete mixer in my back pocket. Uh, nice. It's so hard to get a story out there. <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. Anyway, you um, only go one year at a time. See, I was the one paying attention. I do. I do. I like the freedom. (laughs) Um, Goals to be defined some someone that I could do that with, you know, and like being a pilot would be sweet because like I'd have that opportunity to to be free, but also be stable enough to be like, hey, you know. I think that's that's a real statement though. Like I want to like that's the 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 target statement of like I want to find someone that I can do these things with, not. I want to find someone that like, oh, I have to like, I, I'm. It's like I, that. I always have to compromise and do these things. It's right. like I, I think, yeah, just be a little pickier. I think if anything, people should be pickier. Yeah, for and sure. like identify things that they want for themselves first, and then like, how can I like, 
bring these out myself and then also like we can share these things together rather than like how can i find someone that's always going to be able to do that for me like i don't know it's pretty kind of fucked but well i agree with all this i do want to make sure there's time for monger man to throw his two cents in we have we've been running a little bit i just make sure he can have his time it's fair monger man who's mostly music but i feel like there's other things too like uh certain uh former managers that want to want a piece of that Oh That's yeah, sweet Dang. sweet ass. Um, speaking of future wives, the the girl to travel across the world with me, like John was talking about. Founder. Or, ooh. Oh shit. Well, no. Breaking news. My former manager. That was the joke. Oh. <laughs> 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 ah, she's the one. She, hey, she might be the one, <laughs> bro. No, bro. Put her on crazy meds and it's fine. Yeah. Or don't and just look I a little crazy yourself. Life's life's a little better. Yeah. Anyways, the unexpected. Any of this any, any of this kind of relate to like where you're at? Kind of like I mean, you're kind of like I don't know. I don't want to like put words in your in your mouth of like calling you in a limbo spot, but like I would say you're in like a like a period of like transition in terms of you got the music thing, it's blowing up. We're at triple digit Instagram followers, but we also got this whole like college thing on the yeah. side. Like like how do you like see yourself like navigating through like that space with like different things pulling you in kind of like different directions right now? just constructing his thoughts oh okay should we all stand on our chairs and wave dollar bills in your face would that help you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure how i want to answer your question just start talking so you can always retract we're we're a retract friendly radio show i want to i want to start with this interesting video i watched on youtube and I think the title of it was something along the lines of like, you're not unmotivated or whatever. Hmm. And the guy pretty much talked about how in his opinion, and I kind of, I agree with him that the reason you're not, you know, accomplishing your goals or as Ian said, this is quite gay, chasing your dreams. (laughs) (laughs) whatnot is not because you're unmotivated lazy or bored and it's because you're afraid of failure or um you know rejection that kind of falls in the same area and what i've been really trying to do is just put my ideas out there especially with the music um trying to just not focus on outcome based stuff focus on input based stuff Mm -hmm. like my goal for the 2020 was to or is to have an additional 365 posts on the gram so i'm at a point in my life where i'm just trying to continue to stretch out of my comfort zone or whatever that makes sense and yeah should be everyone's goal be uncomfortable. Yeah, it's good. Nothing for you. great comes from being comfor- comfortable and in like a stagnant. There's no growth in the comfort no, zone. No comfort yeah. in the growth zone. Yeah. That's fair. I read an interesting book too. Another side note. It was called The Upside of Stress, and um, it was 
the author is like a Stanford professor, like psychology professor or whatnot. And a couple interesting statistics involving your life and stress. Going back to the media, we've all heard that stress is horrible for your health or whatnot, or at least, you know, extended periods of extreme stress or whatnot. But um, this book had numerous studies followed people who said recorded that they were going through high stress times or whatnot and based on the the data your mindset completely controls whether or not stress negatively affects your health or doesn't at all I'm trying to think of where I was going with this how how does stress fit into like how you comfort. see oh yes discomfort yeah. that's because you know stress stress can most of the time be interchanged with discomfort um the most the people who are reported the highest meaning in their lives usually reports uh, report among the highest levels of stress too um there was this study in the book that you know recorded data from people all over the world and you know, like the, I don't think I should call him hunter-gatherer, but, you know, more casual, not casual either. Um, civilizations around the world where stress is typically low among them, like some island countries maybe. Fiji. Yeah, maybe. That reported among the lowest, you know, levels of stress also usually have or don't have meaningful lives on average or reported meaningful lives um kind of forgot how i was going to tie this all back in i was kind of jumping from area to area hmm. but um going back to my stage of life after reading that book that changed me a lot too that's that that's what's leading me to try to get out of my comfort zone a lot hmm. especially with the content creation with the music um i used to be so afraid of even just like playing guitar in front of someone even my like grandparents i would shit myself <laughs> <laughs> who, are, who, are, who are gonna tell you like it was good jimmy <laughs> hey i'm pete <laughs> all right james <laughs> <laughs> and from what i i can tell is the willingness to fail or get out of your comfort zone is crucial to success i think i'm well on the i'm i'm like a couple years out i think from being able to start making music or money from the music where whether it's production or songwriting credit or Mm -hmm. mixing whatnot like making money in the way that you would ideally want to right I would yeah. argue you can make money from music right now, but how you want to in the way I mean, you like want a to. like a very sustainable way of like source making of income. Money. Yeah, 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 source and like a viable. Yeah, not like just not like, not a fluke like yeah. hit song like not like just like Lions Tavern paying you two hundred bucks to come play on a yeah. Wednesday night. That makes sense. I think um, that I like when I th- I think to you like where you're at too. It's like in terms of like the risk taking part of it all. Of just like going out and like being outside of your comfort zone and like zone and doing all that stuff where it's like the I always think back for me where it's like personally it's like always that fear like when you're talking about that of 
like putting yourself out there and then like having like other people like the feedback and all that kind of stuff. But I think when you can kind of get outside of that and, and, and figure out how to like use those as like growth, like opportunities or growth, like moments, like that's like the big thing to like identify as even like for someone like older where it's like, I think you just stop taking risks as you get older. Cause there's just more and more ways that you don't have to. Yeah. And, and there's more and more like outlets that you can go and do things that are going to fulfill needs or wants. And you just start at some point settling, but like, that's what I would wish I could go back and do. And like, that's some of the stuff where we get like superbian stuff where it's like, you get to still go and do that and have those outlets. And then by just like being in those environments, you start to realize like, Oh yeah, I forgot that I really like just doing it in these kind of ways and these kind of spaces. And there's something that feels better and different doing it this way rather than just saying, Oh yeah, I, I got a new BMW today. Like, okay, but how did you get that? Like that matters. Well, that book, like it can kind of be summarized down into it's better to chase meaning than it is to try to dis or to avoid discomfort, which is, and not all, but I think a lot of the, people who are keeping up with the Joneses are mm-hmm. doing it to avoid discomfort as in they want to oh, have sure. like a comfortable life, whatever. Yeah. And in their thirties it will feel good. But mm-hmm. as they age and they get towards the end of life, they're going to be like, Oh, maybe I fucked up. Yeah. It's, it's really weird for me to think about because like all throughout high school, that's what I thought I wanted. Like, and not just because people told me that. Like, in my head, I was like, yeah. Like, I do want just some... I don't know why. Maybe it was because I was just following. But I distinctly remember in, like, high school um, and even, like, at the end of high school, maybe freshman year, too. Like, I was like, you know what I want? I want to buy a house, and I want to settle down, and I want to do this, you know? And... Mm -hmm for whatever reason and yeah. now I'm just like fuck no yeah like, that's the last thing I think I want to do right now <laughs> yeah it's all like the little things for me inside like the first house I bought like the, the, the legitimate was the reason like the whole process started was because I wanted to be able to it was two reasons I wanted to be able to walk around in my house in my boxers and not have anybody be able to tell me to not do that and I wanted to be able to smoke weed in my living room, room freely and I couldn't do that if I rented because renting, you're sharing with a roommate, and roommate get pissed at you if you're in the fucking kitchen making mac and cheese at noon in your fucking boxers and your slippers. Can't do that in my own house. And the landlord can get pissed when the whole house smells like weed when he comes to give the tour to the next people living there. I don't smoke a ton of weed anymore, like at all, actually. But like, so that that reason's kind of gone. But I'm in my boxers a fair share. So like, <laughs> can confirm. Yeah, and like that's it. And then like you start looking around, like that was the two reasons that all of a sudden you like work around like the studio down here and stuff and all these other things. So like what it's like it's so weird how but like how like all those things kind of connect and kind of going back to that risk-taking part of it all and doing that and just being like again like that i always like interchange comfort comfort and convenience right there's so many ways or so many times i could have conveniently done something that oh like oh this is just easy i could just seamlessly do it but sometimes it's about like not doing it that way it's about okay but what's the right way to do this and again we talk about all the time there's not a right or wrong way but um if if you're just doing if you're taking the easy way out for convenience sake, like I just think you're you're just you're just lowering your ceiling for the potential it could be uh, later down the road. And I think like this pervious stuff and coming back to the risk taking and kind of the, the the 
the discomfort with that of like putting yourself out there in a very public way of something that nobody really before like knew i don't like publicly talk about it like with anybody mm-hmm. but like just all that kind of stuff where it's like yeah I, the, the, that taking that risk like that's also that leads into that limbo stuff kind of bringing it all back that's a big like aspect of like when i'm like stuck here it's because it's like that fear of like taking the next step out knowing that like you're gonna be a little bit more visible and then you're gonna outreach out to a few more people and how are you gonna navigate those conversations you don't really want to have um and that's probably just honestly and i'm sure a lot of people if you are listening to this all four of you um which is probably just all four of our mothers um <laughs> like are like yeah numb nuts just fucking do it like who gives a shit and it's like you guys are so like just talking about whatever like just like you know beating around the bush with it but um i think that's like an important thing we bring it all back to like we talk about starting the the double otw radio show of like no one talks about this in real time. Everyone just like talks about like, oh, I was so nervous and so scared back in the day and I didn't want to do anything and I just decided one day to wake up and do it. Like, cool, <laughs> dude. That doesn't fucking help me right now when I'm like laying in my bed at three in the afternoon wondering whether or not I want to go to the gym or not. Like, it, it there's like very like real parts of it too and it's like I have no fucking clue what tomorrow's going to be but like if I go read all the stories of how those people figure it out, I know that they end up like having like a success story. We never hear about the medium success stories or the small mm-hmm. ones. We we're only hear about the, the big failures, ones. You know, yeah. Just like we never hear at. about the failures. We hear about the massive fucking failures, but we don't hear yeah. about the like small ones Micro that like failures. their life just moved on the next but day. Like, yeah, but like where we're at right now, we know what we want at the moment. But like, yeah. there's gonna be things that don't work out. Oh, I mean, sure. Like, Some wishes. Like, like, hopefully, you know, everything like big does. picture does. But like, what is the big picture? Yeah. For me, it's not necessarily the career. Mm-hmm. It's like what the I want from the career. It's yeah. just like, yeah. like what I was saying, like the freedom. And so I think if people focus on that, you know, like what do you, what if you're working, what do you want from it? Mm-hmm. Well, I want the money. So yeah, well, but what, 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 what does that entail? Mm-hmm. What does that, you know? what does the money entail for yeah. you? So does it really matter Everybody what wants you're money. doing as work if you still have the lifestyle you want? That might, well, be st- that might be the, the kicker. That might be the cue. All right. Fair enough. That's a good point to wrap it up, though. I think uh, I think we dove into it pretty deep, though. Yeah. I think, so. I think we got good. to a good spot for episode four only. Exactly. But yeah. So take- to wrap it. Um, Any last party advice? Don't, don't double wrap. Take away, take away advice. Just, uh, uh, don't, just don't focus on. Don't like, settle. Well, don't one, don't settle. That's gay. Two, <laughs> it is kind of gay. <laughs> in, in a very 2020 kind of way. Don't focus on what you know, what you're doing, but like focus on why you're doing it. Yeah. Why, why, why do you want what you want? Yeah, and you just gotta keep kind of pressing through. Yeah. Don't be afraid to get uncomfortable. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Thanks everybody for tuning in to this episode um, of Out of the Woods Radio. I'm Ian. John, our guest, our guest. You won't hear from me ever again. (laughs) We're actually killing him. We're killing him. He knows too much now. I'm ready to die. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Till next week when we get the uh, Bread Boys in L.A. preview episode. The Megapod. The Megapod. Maybe with a guest appearance by John again. Probably. I'm going. John T. T. (laughs) Mailton. All right. See you later. Love you.